Hello and welcome to Medtech Insights Monthly Roundup of Digital House News. I'm editor Marion Webb and with me today is our UK-based reporter Barnaby Pickering. Hi Marion. You've recently taken a deep dive into a women's health issue that remains a largely untapped opportunity. Um, and one that many people ignore. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? Yes, that's right, Barnaby. So menopause is definitely not a topic that is openly discussed. So even though for millions of women who are going through perimenopause, which is the transition to menopause, which can take years, the symptoms they're experiencing often isn't something that they connect right away to hormonal changes. But There is a rising trend by innovators to help these women understand what they're going through and help them by connecting them to menopausal specialists, also by providing education on symptoms they're experiencing and what the triggers are, and then connect them with other women who are going through the same phase in their life. Brilliant. So for this story, I believe that you spoke to entrepreneurs, um, an investor, and also an Ob guy who is uh, the clinical lead for an organization called Orca that I believe reviews health apps. What did you That's right, Barnaby. So what struck me in particular is that according to Female Founders Fund, the menopause market is a $600 billion opportunity, which of course represents an enormous market. And while there isn't consensus among experts about the $600 billion figure, Everyone agrees that it's an untapped market that is often ignored, also due to social stigma. So I spoke with Alessandra Henderson, who is the CEO and co-founder of a health tech company called Electra Health. She also finds that this market is largely underinvested, but that seems to be changing. I talked to her about her own plans for Electra Health, and she told me that she plans to invest the $4 million that the company has raised so far toward expanding its team, its digital platform, which is a paid subscription platform where women can book telemedicine visits with a gynecologist and nurse practitioner, currently only available in four states. But the company also has a new paid subscription platform that's uh, in beta testing right now where women also can get ongoing support. And she's not alone. Another company I spoke with was Vera Health. And I spoke with the co-founder and CEO, Andrea Bercevich. That company has raised $12 million to date to build the first version of an app. Um, it's a lifestyle and behavioral change app for menopause called Stella. And this This app offers personalized support to help women manage their symptoms, um, anything from sleep issues to incontinence and depression. They also work with a subscription model direct to consumer as well as through benefits platforms employers work with, which is an avenue that other companies are pursuing as well so that the end user doesn't have to pay for these kinds of uh, services and product, but rather that they'll be offered by employers or part of their healthcare system. That's likely a huge challenge. Yes, like we see with other digital therapeutics or other areas in healthcare, reimbursement remains challenging for a lot of these uh, types of products. But I was told that in the UK, workplaces are more and more considering menopause in their benefits plans. And hopefully we'll see that more in other geographical areas as well. But enough about menopause. Over to you, Barnaby. Last week, you wrote about Proximy, which has raised $80 million in a Series C round. Tell us uh, what they do and where the money is coming from. 
So Proximy are working on a suite of tools that are designed to digitize operating theaters. Now, when I say digitize, I'm not talking about just collecting data. Proximy are producing some pretty cutting edge tools. Doctors are able to stream surgeries in real time to people they wish to teach and are also able to overlay medical images so that these viewers can see the underlying physiology at play. The company has built a massive backlog of prior surgeries, so its customers can also look at archival footage to see how tricky, less regularly performed procedures are done. Now, the money, $80 million, comes from an impressive roster of investors, which includes SoftBank's Vision Fund 2 and the widow of Apple co-founder Steve Jobs, Lauren Powell Jobs. This money, according to the company, will be used to scale up its commercial presence and to continue development of its product suite which is already used in more than 500 hospitals covering 100 countries. The real crux of this story isn't the technology or even the investors. Sure, the tech is interesting because it's new and the investors are impressive when you consider the big name of jobs and also how wary SoftBank are being this year after the disastrous performance of its first vision fund. But it's the reason behind the investment that is so interesting. Proximy have signed commercial agreements with major medtechs, including Medtronic, Smith & Nephew and Stryker. These agreements allow sales representatives from the companies to dial in in real time to surgery. Having sales reps in the theatre isn't that new, especially in the US. However, travel, time zoning and simple availability have always served as limiting factors to sales teams. Proximy claims to have access to 90% of all operating rooms and diagnostic suites in the UK, US and Europe, meaning that these deals offer unrivaled and incredibly valuable access to surgeons for sales teams. From an outside perspective, it seems that the true value of Proximy isn't necessarily the healthcare benefits of its technology, but the commercial opportunity it grants to medtechs wishing to sell their products. Very interesting. And I know that there are other companies in that space as well that are exploring uh, similar types of uh, technologies in surgery. So all of the subjects we talked about today are covered on medtechinsight.com, the archive of the Digital Health Roundup, speaking of medtech, Medtech Insights Device Week, and the rest of Informa Pharma Intelligence podcasts are available on the Informa Pharma Intelligence channel on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, or Spotify Podcasts. You can also find us on LinkedIn or Twitter. I'm at MedTechMarion, and you can see Barnaby at MedTechBarney. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of your week.